I'm Janie Pilgrim, and this is The Deal. Welcome, welcome, welcome to The Deal. I'm Janie Pilgrim, your host, and I'm really excited about you being here today. And if this is the first time you've ever tuned into The Deal, welcome to you as a first-time listener. You will find that the deal is the safe place for you to win the rat race. It's also a place where you'll find that a little advice can change your life. We try to inspire you, motivate you, encourage you, and give you the pearls and knowledge of wisdom on this show that so that you may have your own walk with success, your own individual experience. What we say here is that success is as individual as you are. So we're hoping that you get the information here that can help you propel to the next level in your career, however that looks in terms of success. So welcome again. And we try to give you this information through the deal right here and the Career Lounge which can be found on Career Lounge Online. I should say careerlounge.online, where you can find training information and blogs that can help you with your individual success. I also send, share a lot of information on LinkedIn at Janie Pilgrim. On LinkedIn, there's a lot of great information there where you can get information when you need it and have it be timely because you never know when you're going to need some words of inspiration. So I try to give it to you where you're at, whether it's on Facebook where you can find me, Janie Pilgrim, whether it's on Twitter on the DLFM or LinkedIn or right here on the DLFM. So always tune in when you need pearls of wisdom, encouragement, or just plain career advice. And so what I like about this show is sometimes I have guests on, they share their individual experiences because it's not just about me. I'll openly admit that I do not have all the answers. So I'll have guests come on, share information about success, what has worked for them. Sometimes they share information on being entrepreneur, what has worked for them individually and what they share in their personal business. Like uh, about two weeks ago, I had Unlikely Martha on. Uh, she considers herself a homemaker, a mom, and she's an entrepreneur. She shares her her pearls of wisdom. And then I had the show called The 40-Year-Old Intern. And interestingly enough, on that show, I talked about having an internship at 40 or 40 plus and taking an opportunity that you may not necessarily take because the salary may not be where you're used to having it. So I kind of spoke that into existence. And that being said, you know, was talking to a particular company about an opportunity and they shared an opportunity that they would be interested in having me be a part of. And I almost feel like this opportunity would allow me to be the 40 year old intern. Now, granted, I have the experience that they're looking for, but this is a startup company. So I have not had the experience in their particular industry So I think it's a really interesting opportunity for both parties. So I'll keep you abreast on how that works out. So again, you know, you speak things into existence and things come your way. And that's one of the things that came my way about 
a week after, you know, I did the show. So it does work to put your feelers out there and to build personal networks at all levels, senior, middle, and people who are junior. You never know where your connections are going to come from. All that being said, I want to talk about my topic today. And the topic is really about overcoming obstacles. And it's about being a mom. And it's about being a career professional. And the reason why I want to talk about this is I had gone to a woman's conference in Lehigh Valley that was put on, wonderfully put on, by the way, by Cedar Crest University and the Lehigh Valley Chamber of Commerce. They run this woman's conference annually. And they had Judy Smith. For those who of you who do not know Judy Smith, she is the woman where the show, the you know, the great show scandal has come from. So she is the real Olivia Pope. So she was one of the guest speakers at the show and she she was really phenomenal. Oh, she was very funny as well. So she actually brought some real pearls of wisdom to the conference and just inspirational. Another person who was at the conference was Jen Welder. She is a the first woman NFL coach. And it's interesting because I didn't know I don't know much about sports and in particular, not much about football. So men who are listening, I'm hoping this appeals to you and women who are not into sports. I know what I have to share. Uh, what Jen shared is can be of interest to you because it's not necessarily about her being a coach. It's really about her overcoming obstacles and the experiences that she was able to bring to the table. So I want to speak about Jen and I want to speak about Judy Smith. So I'm going to start with Jen because she was actually the first speaker. Her experience was very enlightening, enlightening because the topic, again, was football. And it's an area where she's always had some level of success. She's always been an athlete. She became she sat out there with the running backs in a men's professional football league. She went on to become the first woman to coach a men's football, uh, men's football for the Texans Revolution, a non NFL team. And then she went on and she ended up becoming a coach for the Cardinals. Now, that journey, you know, we always hear kind of the sound bites and we may read about it in the paper or on social media. But when you actually hear the person's story, you understand the depth and the challenges and the determination and even the triumph of the stories. And we oftentimes don't get all of all of that information in, in soundbite on, on the news, on social media. And honestly, we can't get all the information when their person's speaking for 20 minutes or half an hour either, but you get more in depth because you get to hear the story from the person's perspective. And she talked about what it was like being the only woman and the men did not take her seriously. And, you know, the jokes and being in the locker room and, and, and most people, forget about women, but most people, can falter under that pressure and being a woman in an area where it's traditionally no men. I mean, it's an all boys club. It's an all boys club. It's interesting because on some level I could relate when I was in high school, I actually worked for UPS and it was, that was an all boy shop. 
And actually, you know, guys can be tough and they can tease you and you got, you have to have a tough skin. But with Jen, it's a total different ball game. I wasn't there to play football. I mean, she was a football player. And the men, you know, obviously didn't think that she could do the job and they didn't, you know, want to hit her as hard. And so she was like, bring it. I mean, literally, she was like, I was telling them to bring it. Hit me all you got. And, you know, some of the guys would come on the field and they would knock her down. She said, and she would get up and say, that's all you got. And she would say that with such chutzpah. That's all you got. You need to bring it. I'm sure your mama could hit harder than that. I mean, so she, you know, she gave it right back to them. And they were like, wow, she came to play. She was not here as someone just to put in the spot to a placeholder. She came to play and she said she knew on the field and off the field that she was representing women. And she did not want this to be viewed as some sort of token or charity case. She said, so a lot of times in the situation where you're the only one, they could say, well, we had a woman, but, you know, it didn't work out. Or we had, you know, African-American or Latino or Latina in this position and it didn't work out. We had someone from the LGBT persuasion, but it didn't work out. So she knew if she did not come to play, that that was that was going to be her legacy in that area, in that field for that company. Well, we had a woman once. She didn't want that to be her legacy. So she came in, she played football, she wanted to play. It's just she said she actually gained the respect of those men. So much so that after her stint was over and they invited her to some event, that when the guys saw her, they lifted her up in the air and they were like, Jen, Jen, Jen. And the coach of the Cardinals was like, who is that? And they told her who she was and she was, you know, she was on your team and, you know, she, the men love her. So he took that as opportunity. The coach took that as opportunity and said, I want her to be on our team. And they approached her to be a coach. And it's from having a thick skin. I'll tell you, a lot of times when you're the first or the only, it's, it's tough. And having a thick skin is really important. And it's interesting because I'm having, I have a HR background. So you, I have to ask myself as I share this information with you, some people may say there's a thin line between having a thick skin and being in an environment that could be considered discriminatory. And there is, there is a very thin line. And sometimes that line is crossed. But in Jen's particular case, you know, although she was a woman and, you know, the comments were made about her gender and it was uncomfortable. And, and for some people, they would say, I'm not going to put myself through that. I know I want to be in this profession, but I don't want to be discriminated against. It feels very uncomfortable. And so it's it's not for the faint of heart. And I, I have to share that because it's not for the faint of heart. I found myself oftentimes not necessarily being the, off, the only woman. In UPS, that was the case. But find myself being the only woman of color. And you have to have a thick skin. When you're, you have to have a thick skin when you're venturing into uncharted territory. I'll, I'll just put it that way and I won't spend a whole lot of time on it, but I will say you have to have a thick skin when you're venturing into uncharted territory. What's really important is that you have a 
people that you love, you have friends and you have a support system because there may be times where you need to go and talk to someone when you're having a hard time and reevaluate if this is something that you want to continue doing. When I think about people who have been the first ones, the trailblazers in their career or in this country, being the first is difficult. I don't know too many firsts who said I had an easy time of it. <laughs> it. It's someone who actually breaks the gender line, the color line, or the LGBT line. It's, it's someone who's willing to be out front, be first, and actually set a path for others to follow. Now, what typically happens in industries, when you're the first and people become familiar with it, then they feel comfortable and they will bring that worked out so that maybe they're willing to bring other people who look like you into the organization. So Jen told an amazing story and she was very inspiring. And it was one of those stories that women need to hear. It won't always be roses. It won't always be easy. I think, I think moms know that. I think moms know that because you're balancing work, you're balancing children, you're balancing a spouse or a partner. So I think moms know that. And non-moms, I believe, know that too. If you're venturing on uncharted territory, it's not always easy to be the first. Now, it's interesting because in today's society, you would think there's not a lot of opportunity to be the first. But Jen obviously proves that theory wrong, right? It's, there's, and even if you're not the first, you could be one of the first, maybe you're the third, and that, and that paradigm shift has not necessarily happened yet in, in your culture or in your organization. So having a thick skin and really understanding the players, trying to connect with them on a real personal level and trying to have them understand you that makes a huge difference because the people who connect with other people are the ones usually the most successful. I say that in all the shows. It's really about the connections. At the end of the day, especially when you get to a certain level, they just want to know if they can work with you, if they can like you. So that was Jen Welter. What we're going to do right now is take a real quick commercial break, and we'll be back, and we're going to talk about Judy Smith the real Olivia Pope. This segment is brought to you by the documentary feature film, Autistic Like Me. The film explores the emotional challenges fathers face coping with children living with autism. For information on the film and to view a clip, go to www.autisticlikeme.net. Welcome back. We just talked about Jen Welter and her being the first female NFL player and coach. I should say the first NFL coach and some of the challenges she had gone through and having a thick skin was one of her areas that made her successful. And I promised we would come back and talk about Judy Smith, the real Olivia Pope. 
conversations, the conversation or the speech from Judy was very different from Jen, the two J's, Judy and Jen. It was very different. But they both were inspiring. It's interesting how two people can have two very different stories and both of them can touch you and meet you where you're at, depending on what you're going through or just life lessons. What's interesting is if you can take pearls of wisdom and try to apply them to your lives. One of the things I talked about, one of the things I talked about with my coach, because I have a coach, is this about mentoring. And I, the more I explore, the more I dig, I, I, most people do not have a mentor. We find mentors where we can. We find them through books. Sometimes we find them through televisions. Our children find mentors through friends and teachers and on television, which is not necessarily always the best place to get mentoring. So if you can branch out or look at mentoring on a, a whole new level, try to get in front of people that inspire you. And, and today it's easier than it has ever been through YouTube and through other social media, media outlets. Find those people who inspire you. Get advice. TED Talks are wonderful. I listen to TED Talks as well where you can get advice. Judy was one of those folks who you can get advice from. And she was funny as all heck. And I mean, she, she shared her story, which you can read online about how she ended up becoming the fixer. Um, she is, I kind of related to some of the stuff she was saying. She said she, when she was uh, growing up and she was in college, people said, you know, you should be an attorney because you like to argue. And she said that wasn't a compliment. I actually related to that because I had been told that before. And I had the privilege of working for uh, law firms as well as nonprofit legal organizations. So I definitely related to that. But what I related to most is just her being a human being. And I think that's her sweet spot. As I was listening to her, I was listening for what makes her different. And what I saw, and I don't know what she's like in her work capacity, but what I noticed is that for her, it really is about connecting and meeting people where they're at. She talked about her experience in just a real life, ordinary way, but with extraordinary results. And it just made her seem like a very ordinary person, which is interesting because she has done such extraordinary things, which gives proof positive that ordinary people do extraordinary things. Her being a fixer and now shows being created based on the work that she's done, the people that she supported from presidents to senators to athletes is just amazing. One of the questions that I asked her was, what impresses you? And she said, you know what? Nothing, nothing really impresses me. And she's seen so much, she's heard so much. She said, it's my parents. My parents, they're my mentors. I look to them. They taught me my work ethic. They're the ones who impressed me. But all the glitz and glamour and palaces and homes and cars and star status, she said, none, of, none of these things impress her. So that's really down to earth because many people, especially young people, right, in this whole millennial, the, in Facebook and social media, there is so much information coming to them, coming to you if you're listening. And it's glitz and glamour and career. And it almost looks like 
gold, right? And with Judy saying with all that looks like glitter is not gold, when you start really living life, you realize that these things are just things and it could be nice, but it doesn't have to be impressive. One of the other things that she talked about, which I thought was funny as all heck, she has kids and she talked about being out of the country and she was at a palace with some, you know, she muckety mucks, right? Some very, she said her parents were called the muckety mucks. Some, you know, very um, influential individuals, you know, princes, kings, um, sultans. And they were sitting down talking about a real live crisis. And she's sitting there and she said, you know what popped into my head? She said, it's snack day. And I forgot the snack. And so she said, she kindly excused herself. She got up, she went to a room and she called and said, you know, it's snack day and I forgot to bring the snacks. So can you bring the snacks for the school? And she said, because you know how moms could be. They could, you know, they can really give you a hard time about that. And so she said, and make sure it's the one with the topping on it. And we just cracked up. And so she said, that's what popped into my head when I'm in this meeting and we're talking about some really important things. I had, I forgot the snack. And so she said, one of the things that women ask her is, how does she balance? And I honestly say, I love, 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 love this answer. Because so many times, you know, and I've been on panels and women come up with these, you know, I have a great support system. I've said that. And, you know, one person I, on a panel said, you know, I have a house cleaner. I do this, I do that. I loved her answer because it was just so pure and so honest. She was like, I just do the best I can. And that's when she told the story about the snacks. She was like, in some days I screw up and some days, you know, I'm on it and I'm like the best mom ever. But she said, I just do the best I can. She said, and as women, I think we're doing the best we can at the time. It's not always going to be perfect. And the, this perception about work-life balance, it's, it's just that. It's interesting because I totally relate. And I think about my great-grandmother and my grandmother and my mom. I mean, no one asked them no one asked them, ever asked them, how do you do the work-life balance? My mom worked, she took care of kids, you know, she, her husband. No one ever asked her. We watched, we observed, and it, she just, had, just do it. It became a Nike commercial, just do it. So moms of the world, I think it's great to sit down and try to pontificate about how to do this whole life work balance thing, but just do it. And if you're a person who's very organized and need to write it down and that helps, then just do that. If you're one of these people who have to fly by the seat of your pants, just do that. If you're another person who needs to seek advice because you're an extrovert and you want information and you think better when you're talking to someone, do that. If you're an introvert and you need to sit down and you need to think about it and figure out what you need to do, whatever it is that you need to do, just do it. So this whole notion of work-life balance Interesting, great topic, but the bottom line is we're all just really doing the best we can with the information and the time that we have. So I thought that was really great advice from Judy. I also think that one thing that can, came out of the women's conference is we are very hard on ourselves and sometimes we're very hard on each other. If a mom forgets a snack or if mom brings the wrong snack. We need to be more gentle with each other because we're all just trying to 
make it work, right? Um, and so if someone's not going to be gentle with you, you at least need to be gentle with yourself. And I know it's easier said than done, but mom's hats off to you. I know daddy's day is right around the corner and hats off to daddy and, you know, we're cheering him, but mom's hats off to you from holding it down. Hats off to the Lehigh Valley Chamber of Commerce for excellent, excellent summit. Big ups to you. So this show, I believe, is a really great example about the individual successes. Judy's Smith's success, as well as Jen Welter's success. Oh, one quick note. I did ask Judy Smith, if that's her real name. I, I had to ask because Judy Smith is such a nondescript name. And, you know, being in the business that she's in, uh, maybe she wants her name to be different, you know, so that people will have a hard time tracking her. Um, but so she confirmed that Judy Smith is her real name. She had a funny story about that, by the way. So for those of you, if you ever asked yourself that question, Judy Smith, the real Olivia Pope, is that her name? The answer is yes. But again, I think today's uh, topic, which is good advice after the scandal, I think it shows the individual paths and how people handle it differently. So whatever pearls of wisdom, whether you realize that, hey, you know, I'm, I'm like everyone else, I'm not alone. You know, I think about my children, I want the best for them. And, you know, I may be in a meeting and realize I forgot a snack. Or you realize that sometimes you really need to have a thick skin. And it's really about the connections that you meet with people, you make with people. Whatever advice you got from today's show, keep that advice, use that advice and pull it out of your arsenal when needed. I really want to thank you for tuning into the Deal FM in the Career Lounge, where a little advice can change your life. And it's also the safe place for you to win for you to win the rat race. Again, you can find me on LinkedIn, lots of information there, Janie Pilgrim. You can find me on Facebook, the Korea Lounge, where different and just as important information is available. And then there's the Korea Lounge, it was the Korea Lounge dot online where you can find information on my blog or you can find what upcoming training is available. I just really want you to get the information that can help you move forward in your life because it's, again, this is about careers, but it's really about everything in your life, right? Everything. This information can transition from personal to professional. And so get the pearls of wisdom, utilize them, apply them. This is Janie Pilgrim, and I'm out. Your life is greater than your current opposition. To advance, you must take a chance. Let your gift be your guide. It's your North Star. Meditate on it. You are bound to go far. Brought to you by the Korea Lounge.